Welcome to 312 Studios, and I'm your host, Aaron. Today, here on Sipping Coffee with Saucy, we got a very special episode. We got episode 11. I got my main, I got my main co-host, Carrie, on the mic. What's up, people? Welcome to 11. I got, I got Paul right here on the mic. We got a special guest. Paul's in the house. Y'all, y'all give it up for Paul. What's up, what's up, what's up? <laughs> Paul said, what's happening? We got his wife in the house, Shayla. My, my, oh, my bad. Hey, my bad. <laughs> my bad. My, this is the first time I ever, this is the first time I ever met this, met this couple. They seem, they pretty cool. I like them. Maya, we got Maya in the house. Let me give a special, <laughs> special applause for that one. Cause, uh, I messed that up. I messed that up. <laughs> <It's all good. laughs> She's like, I'm all good. But, uh, we're going to let this song right here ride for a little bit. Cause it's, you know, St. John Roses. 312 Round Rock 8655 we in this All right all right all right that's by St. John and that's Roses and uh I really wanted to play that cuz uh a rose is a very special flower it um Every time I see a rose, it kind of reminds me of the cross. You know, the red stands for the blood. If you look at the uh, the stem of a rose, you know, Jesus had the um, crown of thorns. The name of a rose, Jesus rose from the dead. And last but not least, love. The cross is all about love. So every time I look at a rose, it kind of reminds me of the cross. And so that's why I wanted to let that song ride for a little bit. And... Uh, Cause it's all about the love of God, you know. That's what we're here for. That's why we gather here for each and every week to bring the gospel. So um, we had a plan for episode 11. Sorry for the delay. We were supposed to come to you on episode 11, but God had a different plan for us. Uh, I have my uh, former co-host. I think he did about five shows with me, and uh, he was here, and uh, like the the Holy Spirit kind of intervened, and then. We pray. I prayed for him, and then Carrie circled back around me. She said, "Let me get in on this." And uh, I just want to know what was what was going to your what was going through your mind at that particular time, when because uh, uh, Cole he don't know Christ. Well, I knew that you had been witnessing to him, but the Spirit fell so strongly in that moment, and there's this controversy inside each person's mind when you're thinking about. Talking about Jesus to somebody, are they going to be open to it? Are they going to hear what you have to say? Do I follow the leading of the Holy Spirit, or am I just going to lay back and be cool? So I actually asked him. I opened up and said, hey, Cole, how open are you to this? Can I talk to you? And he just rolled with it, and the Holy Spirit fell, and it was a beautiful moment to get to pray a salvation prayer and to celebrate with the angels as a new soul is welcomed into the kingdom of heaven. Amen. And uh, Cole, he's my roommate, and uh, I seen a difference. Like I, I could, I could see a difference. Uh, you know, in him, it wasn't a, a huge difference. I know because it's, it's a lot of work needs to be done. When, whenever you become a Christian, it's still a lot of work needs to be done. But I could, I could definitely see the difference in his, uh, you know, in certain little things that he does, and. Uh, I can feel it too, you know. I got my main. What's up, Paul? Say what's up, man. What's going on today? So, like in this moment, was there a special moment for you? Like, 
like uh, whenever you came to Christ, was it was it like something that was just a, a whole journey, or was just okay, bam? Like for me, it was just like bam, instant. Like, like I, we grew up. In, for me, I grew up in church with my my mom, my brother, my sisters. Um, we grew up in it from the time I popped out the womb. I think I had a little slip back when I joined the military because again, I didn't see the world the way that other people saw it. I guess you could say, and so I was. In this vision, I love church. It was it was everything, day in day out. High school didn't matter. Um, I think right before I started dating Maya, I had this conviction: like I know I'm doing wrong, but why am I still doing this stuff? And it was just like she was like, "All you need to know is his name. We'll work out the rest." <laughs> and we started dating, we was looking for churches, and it was just like, I think if it wasn't for her, I would have never made it back to church three years ago, or four, about four years ago, because I was always in that space, like, I've been doing wrong for 11 years, yeah. is he going to take me back? I'm like, I did some real dumb things, you know, mm-hmm. and it was just like, she kept telling me, it was like, it, don't matter. You it could have been a day, a week, a year, 20 years. I'm like, just come back at your own pace. Do it your way. Don't worry about what the surrounding is. I'm like, it's just between you and him. And it was just, we found Shoreline, and it was just instant. It was never just look back. Never look back. Praise God, man. Uh, once you're a child of God, I think you're always a child of God. He will keep calling you back until you come back. Yeah. You know, and uh, you could try to fight it, man, but he going to find you. He he, he going to find you. I tried to fight him. Yeah, yeah, you tried hard, to and it was just like he was like, "Chill out, we got this. Just calm down." And so it was just, it was easier than what I thought it was gonna be. You know, I thought it was gonna be this long journey of just test after test after test, and it was just like, just, just walk in the door, stop being slow. Just walk in the door. <laughs> if you take a look at uh, in the scripture, man, uh, Shirak, Meshach, and Abednego, they um. Anytime you you uh their faith anytime your faith your faith uh anytime you have a strong faith it's gonna be tested. You know the Bible says they opened the door and that fire was hot it burned the man that was even at the door, like you know my faith been tested like that by fire. It's God will put you to the fire, and that's that's guarantee you guarantee that that's you know and, and uh, I believe every Christian is tested with fire. You know, um, I, I haven't met a Christian that hasn't been tested like that, you know, with just a strong fire. Like me, it, it, I battle tests every day sometimes on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. But it, you just got to keep, you got to keep it, you know, you got you to keep it. And, uh, you know, there was three in the fire. They said they had an angel was there with them. So uh, anytime the two or more gather, I am there in the midst. So he, he was there in the fire. And he, he's always going to be there, which. Sometimes we go through trials and tribulations in life because God is preparing us to walk through a new door. Sometimes he's testing us to bring us to a higher level. And there's lessons, wisdom, experience that he needs to impart to us so that when we walk through that furnace door, we're ready to stand firm. Yeah, and notice how that verse goes on to say 
that the clothes were not even sent. Like he didn't have nothing on his clothes, no kind of fire, nothing like that. And see, somebody tested me about a week ago. I ain't gonna say his name because I ain't gonna put him on blast like that. But he tested me. He thought he did something wrong to me, but nothing happened. To, nothing happened to me. But he, in his head, he thought he did some damage. But my clothes wasn't even singed because God got me. And so, I mean, that's amazing testimony, man. That uh, you know, you could walk through the fire like that with, with, with Christ, you know. And um, I feel like this last year, me and her, you know, together as a couple, we've gone through some some major fires, and we. You said y'all been together four, three years. It'll be married. We'll be married in December three years. This last year was trial by fire. Yeah, Tell yeah. us about it. Yeah, like last year, this time last year, actually, I was just going into a routine, you know, trying to get my back checked out, going in front of my eye. I got off the machine, completely passed out, ended up in the hospital, found out. Like, I always I always joked with my doctor at the VA, like, let's just do a full body scan. Let's see, you know, what's wrong with me? And she, she was like, I don't think you want to open that can of worms. Like, because you're going to find out more than what you want to. But it ended up happening. Found out I had three compression fractures in my back. I had diagnosed with heart failure, tacky heart rate. It was just a rough month. And then later on that year, I don't know. I was just not. I was in and out of it. I don't remember much of it. She just said that. You were being delusional, talking crazy, and I ended up getting put into an induced coma because my major organs were failing, Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm diabetic, and I caught the flu, so I got put in DKA twice within a 24-hour span. There was no oxygen going into my brain, so I was in a coma for about three days. I was in ICU for about a week total, Mm -hmm. So, but we made it out of it. I'm like, it was... Probably one of the toughest experiences of my life, not just as a man of God, but, you know, because my wife is over here having to see me go through. Now, now Maya, what, um, now seeing, like, somebody you love go through something like this, was, I mean, was that really challenging for you? I mean, did it test your faith in ways that you never thought? Definitely. (laughs) Um, I was talking to someone last week about everything that happened, and they asked me the same question. And I was completely honest. I told, I laid it out for the Lord. I knew he already knew what I was feeling, but I had to be extremely honest for me to move forward in my faith. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I was, I told God, I was like, listen, I don't see you. I don't feel you. I don't know why we're going through this. Me and Paul was only married for two years. I was like, and I'm about to lose my husband. And what am I going to do? What is, what is me and my daughter going to do? Like, you know, I, I, I was like, I don't see you. I don't feel you in this moment. And I feel so by myself. Mm-hmm. But then once I got that off of my chest, that gave me the ability to be able to really hear God and be be quiet and be still mm-hmm. and to hear what, what he wanted me to hear in that moment. And so... Um, I remember when he, he woke up from the coma and he didn't know where he was. He didn't know what was going on. He was extremely irate times five and everything that, that, that word means. (laughs) And, um, he was asleep and I remember hearing walk around his bed, 
seven times praying. And so I walked around his bed, face full of tears, like, God, I need you. I need you to come through. I need my husband. You know, and I was speaking life, and I walked around. After that seventh time, probably an hour later is when he started realizing where he was, who I was. You know, he started coming back. How many times did Joshua walk around there? Jericho seven, seven times. times. That's what yeah. Was that because of that, or or was that just? No, it didn't have anything to do with that. I literally heard loud and clear walk around his bed seven times. I don't think now, it clicked. Now, it didn't click time. for me at that time. But then I was like, wait a minute, so, Jericho. <laughs> like you know, I was like, so that was, wall, that wall, did that wall come down? You said an hour later yeah, that wall an came hour down. Later, he woke up and started recognizing. Because I was delusional for the first couple times yeah. that I tried to come to. Again, I was I was slightly irate. I might have punched or kicked uh, a few nurses. Slightly. <laughs> not even, not even Might have used some words he that are not used for Christians. They had to restrain him. Because for a whole 24 hours. Because I kicked the cups. So hey, brother, nose. but that wall came down. That wall, just, just like how they did in Israel, uh, Joshua walked around that wall seven times. And that was that a you think that was an angel in there telling you that? I definitely think so. I also think that he was going through a spiritual battle while he was asleep because when he woke up, he was talking about angels and how he felt like he was. I was seeing a lot of stuff. He was saying, I remember it because it was the first night that I came to, I was still medicated, but I knew I was in the hospital. I knew my wife was there with me, I knew my family was there, like, but. For some reason, for the first day or two, I was seeing things. Like, at one point, I told her, babe, do you see these kids out here dancing with these people? And then there's a kid literally hugging your leg. And she was like, there's nobody here. And I'm like, babe, you tripping. Like, I, I'm looking at them. Like, there's these kids dancing on the street. One is hugging your leg, and there's these adults. Mm-hmm. She couldn't see nothing. So I didn't think anything of it at that time. And I think... The second time I told her, I was like, I just had like this weird thing because we've been trying to have a kid and I had this weird dream, it felt like, that we were at a baby shower and it was like a bunch of people and her and my sister were eight months pregnant celebrating their baby shower. And we're both trying to have children. So it was just like, what is, what is happening right now? And then the last thing that I remember was, I was trying to go to sleep, and every time I closed my eyes, it felt like these demons were trying to Mm -hmm. get me. But there was this one in particular that just looked like real, real evil, like. Mm. And I asked mine, can you come come, come over here? Come come pray for me real quick. And when I closed my eyes again, there was like this big old gold shield around me, and you could just see this guy trying to just, like, come in. I was like, baby, step back for a second. Step back. And then... He came back, and so she prayed, and she said, whatever he sees in me, you know, transfer it to me, to him. And then once she was done praying, I closed my eyes again, and there's this big old gold shield surrounding me, and this demon just, like, angry, trying to get through. And I was like, why are you letting me see all these things? I'm like, what, what, what makes me different from... The next person, but it was just... I mean, even before that, when he first came to, he was telling me how he thought he was dreaming, but 
he was almost having a fight, like having to hmm. to get in a ring and fight. Yeah. And he was telling me that there were people around, and they were telling him, if you want to make it out of here, you got to fight. And so he was like, I don't want to fight. And he was like, no, like you have to fight if you want to make it out of here. And he said he remembered getting the strength, and once he started fighting, that's when he came back to it was so it was I'm like you were in the spiritual realm, you know, literally. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. Life. Yeah. So Yeah, I'm reliving this experience from what from where I was at that time. I got word through Facebook mm-hmm. where you guys were. Yeah. And I know I'm one of a lot of people who were struck with the burden to pray. Yeah. So by the time you got to the point that you were walking around the bed seven times, you had an army of people yeah. it was crazy. bombarding heaven on your yeah, behalf. I definitely know that. And, and then he wakes up, and you're thinking, okay, I got him back physically, but where's his mind? Yeah. Like, am I really getting him back? Because yeah. there was at one point, I wasn't all the way there. I woke up, and I was angry. I don't remember this. But she told me this, and it, like, it broke my heart. I woke up, and she was trying to get me to... I couldn't remember where I was. Like, I still didn't know I was in a hospital. I felt like I was still... Trapped somewhere, and she goes, Babe, I'm your wife. You're not my wife. And when she told me that, I was like, You're lucky she didn't punch you in the face. (laughs) But it was just because it it, was more heartbreaking than anything. For me, it hurt me because it's like, This woman's been, I know they say sick and health in a marriage, but to have to deal with this kind of stuff two years into your marriage, and for me, even if I'm not knowing that I'm saying it, it's not me because I couldn't harm a fly if I wanted to like I'm not that kind of person but for me to actually Mm -hmm. say that to my wife and she told me once I was actually able to understand things I was like babe I'm sorry I know it wasn't on purpose but I'm still sorry because I know you dealing with what I'm going through and for me to tell you that during this whole ordeal nobody wants that and it was just it, it 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 I cried because I was like, "This is my best friend," and I just told her, "You ain't mine." I can only imagine what her mental state was at. So after did that. it did it kind of like strengthen y'all's faith? Uh, Absolutely. To, together, I feel like, that moment we probably became stronger not only as a married couple but as as a in, Christian. Yeah, as a Christian married. Yeah, we didn't. We just witnessed God do some. Crazy things in that week that nobody probably hasn't experienced in their lifetime, let alone in a whole week. Yeah, I know for me, um, before he got sick, I I I had a conversation with a a few younger people and was like, you know, we always hear these stories of God doing miracles, signs, and wonders, but we have not seen that. We have not seen anybody get up from a wheelchair and walk. We have not Mm -hmm. seen anybody get completely healed of cancer. We haven't seen these things, and so we hear them all the time. You know, older people be like, yeah, back in my day, <laughs> people people start running from, you know, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, being paralyzed or, you know, all these stories that you can't even imagine. And so I was like, you know what? Me too. <laughs> you know? And so I'm like, I want to see that. And so literally I watched a miracle happened. And I'm like, God, I would never doubt you again. Yeah. And so us telling our story, we went live on Facebook when he started coming to 
And we told the story because I had people messaging me all day, every day about Paul. And I'm like, I can't keep up. So Paul was like, let's just go live and just do one big video. And let's just That post would have been out. real long. And literally people were messaging us like, oh my gosh, this this gave me my faith back. And I'm starting to believe God. And, I, and I've never seen a miracle and things like that. And so I'm like, okay, so this is not only for us to experience. Yeah. This is for uh, yeah, everybody, everybody else. Yeah who we're connected to, who's losing faith, who's losing hope, who who's stuck, you know, it's like, is God real or not? And, you know, they got to see, no, God is real. Like, I had a friend that I was in the Army with, and I've known him for 12 years. His name is Mike, and he's probably one of the realest people that I can talk to, and he's not going to, like, sugarcoat anything. He's going to give it to me straight. straight. Whether it hurts my feelings or not, he's going to yeah, tell me. That's a real friend, you know. And when we got, we, we had our wedding, I, he was one of my groomsmen. And he talked to me and Maya one day, and he was like, listen, I don't know what it is. I'm like, I'm not a big, you know, God person, but my dad was. And he literally gave me, when his dad passed away, he had a Bible that he had for almost 30, 40 years, and he gave it to me. He's like, listen, you don't got to read it, but just make sure you keep it next to you, because I promise you, you're going to be somebody. And... When when I had my stuff, like, he, and we did the video, he was like, I'm going back to yeah, God. He was like, my faith is restored. I'm like, because I'm like, if you could, he could do this to my best friend, imagine what he can do for me. Yeah. And I'm like, and it was a bunch of people on that mm-hmm. feed. I was expecting maybe like five, ten people to. Sure, like hundreds, maybe it was hundreds. Yeah. hundreds of people, thousands of yeah, messages. Yeah. I'm like, some people are just like, I'm just glad I get to see your face. That's all I needed. And it's like to see your face, like she said, it restored a lot of people's faith in God just to see, like, this dude didn't made it through hell and back a few times. Mm-hmm. And, and I saw like, you walking around at church, and I was like, here's Lazarus. Yeah. Listen, walking was a struggle for them for a few weeks, but <laughs> I'm like, we got, I got released from ICU, I think on the 2nd of January, we got back home to Texas around the 5th, the 5th mm-hmm. and that was a Monday, and first Wednesday was two days later, and she was like, so what you gonna do, babe? Ain't nobody gonna keep me from going to church. Mm-hmm. Like, you got me all yeah. the way messed up. Yeah, yeah, you got, you don't experience this miracle. Like, yeah. I'm going to church, because I'm like, God didn't put me through some, not God, but he didn't see me through, they took me out of some crazy situation. There's no way I can't go to church and not give him thanks. Like, that's just, that's ridiculous. And, but, as much as I hated that experience, I wouldn't trade it now. I don't wish it on nobody, but that experience, even when I go through my stuff throughout the year still, I use that and relive it like I made it through the worst time of my life and I'm still here almost 10 months later. I'm like, there's just no way I can turn my back on God. Now. No, it's, amen, it's amen. So, I mean, to all the listeners out there, I mean, this man made it through a miracle in the hospital. On his deathbed, I mean, he was literally dying. Yes. Dying. So if anybody out there is going through COVID, right now there's a lot of people in the same situation. So anybody out there right now going through COVID who's listening to this message, 
if God did it for him, yeah. he can do it for you. Anybody. You know, anybody. And that's and that's just man, that's that's just good to hear. That's good for the soul, you know. Yeah. I want to represent and, uh, the other side, watching somebody that you care about going through hard times and struggling with your faith and clinging just to the hem of his garment. Mm-hmm. Just just see me through, Lord. I, I don't even know if you're here. I don't even know if you're real in this moment. But don't let go. Because these are the situations where you come out the fire and you don't even smell like smoke. Yeah. And, it, and it's okay to be honest with God. Like Amen. people fear being like, I'm upset with you. I feel this type of way right now, but he already knows. Yeah. So it's more for you to to confess that your feelings, you know, so that now you can move past what you feel and hear God for real and let God intervene and allow God to be that comfort and that peace that you need in those moments because you go need it. Trust me. <laughs> well, it wasn't just comfort. I mean, he used you yes. as a weapon to watch the walls of Jericho fall For and sure. the spiritual battle. If you hadn't gone through that moment of really facing your pain mm-hmm. and your doubt and getting honest with God, he couldn't have broken through that and used you as right. the weapon that you Absolutely. were. I feel like some people like, you went through a lot. I was like, it's not me that went through a lot. We went through this because it's not just me dealing with this mm-hmm. even though i'm the one physically dealing with it she's fighting a mental battle trying to okay i can do this and even now like i have my dark moments because again when you're going through the stuff that you're going and i'm my i still got a lot of stuff going on i got a lot of major surgeries that i still have mm-hmm. to go through and the, the the thing that i love about her is like she allows me sometimes to just break down because it's it's a lot mentally, and it's like she'll let me be just like okay, you cried, you moaned and everything, all that. All right, now go pray. Mm-hmm. And it's like she's giving me one of the best tools. Like I'll put on my worship music, I'll lay down in my bed or on the couch or whatever, and it's just me and God for like five ten minutes. And it gives me that sense of peace. Like, okay, you had your moment. Now let's go. I'm like, you still got a lot to live for. You got a wife. You got a kid. And it's like, what other what other reason is there to live for outside for God? You got a whole family that wants you here, needs you here. And it's like, she reminds me of that as much as possible each day, sometimes multiple times in the day. So it's just like. Again, I have my moments, but she lets me do what I got to do, and then, all right, snap out of it. Let's go. Well, it's symmetry in your witness now, because that was your story, breaking down and having human emotions and going through the mental battle, and then pick up your bootstraps and yeah. pray. Yeah. I mean, the way that you can say, I walked that road, I went through that battle, mm-hmm. I made it out of that forest, come here, let me show you the path, right. let me light it for you. I mean, that just strengthens your witness because you actually got to live it. I'm like, I don't know where I would be this year if I didn't have her by my side. Like, I feel like, and I've told her this, I feel like any normal person that doesn't believe in God would have walked away and just left me there. Because it's a lot. You still have to, so my daughter is not my biological daughter, it's Mm -hmm. his. But we have custody of her. Mm -hmm. And I've been in her life 
all her life. Basically. Okay. And so to have to you better not cry. So to have to <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying to hold back like I five know, times. I know. What's happening? Um to have to cre- to create that normalcy for her. And she has such a heart after God. Like that little girl, she has discernment. And I remember one day we left the hospital and went home. And I laid in my bed and I was just quiet. I thought she was asleep. And she came in there and she laid on top of me and she just held me. And she was like, Mommy, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. And I'm like, I know it is. And she prays over us all the time. Every night. And I'm like, you're sick. Like, <laughs> we should be praying over you, you know? And so just trying to keep that normalcy for her, trying to be there for him, working on top of that. And I was in school full time mm-hmm. as well. And residency. And I was in a res- residency program. And so doing all these things at one time, like, you definitely get to a point to where you're like, I can't do this anymore. I don't want to do this anymore. And so, but... When I say my daughter and God's strength literally got me through, and so now I'm on the other side, and I'm like, okay, we're going to be your strength, you know? Because I had strength from someone else, and I know that it was needed. So now I'm like, okay, I'm going to be your strength, and God is going to be your strength, and we're going to keep moving forward, you know? So Olivia's it's an tough. angel sent. <laughs> Olivia is an angel Sent from God, and it's Literally. like He knew before all this happened that I needed that child in my life. Because even now, like there'll be days where I'm in so much pain where I can't move. Yeah. And she's at home right now doing virtual school, and so for me, that's hard sometimes when I'm having my moments where I can't move because I'm in so much pain, and I try to do my best. And she's like, "No, Daddy, go lay down." Just tell me when I need to log in. And I'm like, who teaches you these things? Right. <laughs> You're six. Like, And it's just like her hugs are like the most infectious and the most amazing things. And she always knows the right time to give you a hug. And it's just like, I'm good. Let's go. Let's go to the computer. Yeah. Let's, let's go handle school. And it's just like, she's got a heart of gold. And it's like. For a six-year-old, and I've told her this before. When she was in residency and she was in the learning center at four, she was around Maya pretty much all day day long. (laughs) And I feel like she has been an influence for her to be the child of God that she is now. Because it's like there'll be times I'll go to the rehearsal and – I, there was this one time they were practicing in the chapel and Liv was sitting on the floor on the step and just looking at her. And <laughs> she didn't notice it until I took the picture. And she was, I was just like, look at this kid. Like, she's just. She's in love with <laughs> Yes. Like, that is, that, I'm like, I we never introduce Maya mm-hmm. as a step parent. Because there's, you can't tell me anything on this earth that that's not her mother. Period. Yeah. That's not her stepdaughter. That's she's not a step parent. That is her mother. And like she has been because when I had her before we started dating, you know, she might have looked like a boy. She looked like a little boy. And <laughs> there'll yeah. be sometimes I'll be like, No, nah, you my little 
my little tomboy. And Lil be like, no, I'm not. I'm a big girl. So you better remember. I'm like, you definitely your mother. <laughs> but like yeah. they they helped me I'm like and then of course my immediate family you know they they be checking on me making sure I'm not mm-hmm. coming off the cliff but I'm like I got the best village in the world going through this ridiculous time right now and it's like I don't wish this on my worst enemy cause I'm like this is Mentally, it takes its toll on somebody. And it's like to have somebody to hold me accountable. Like, listen, this ain't even a tenth or a fraction of what you what happened earlier in the year. Relax. You're going to get through this. Mm -hmm. So it's like I am extremely grateful for God placing her in my life. That's a spiritual weapon, what you just said. Gratitude. I'm, I'm sitting here watching you affirm your wife. And this is my best friend. This is this is my rock. For your daughter, that's a yeah. that's a spiritual weapon. I will go through battle. The, I think the Bible, a three stranded cord is stronger than a. I know a two stranded cord is. Sort of three strands can't be broken. Can't be broken. Yeah. So that's that's the word of God actually, and so God's amazing. He's did some amazing things in your life, man. Definitely. And uh, we're glad y'all was able to come on the show. Uh, so I want to shout out with Paul. He's got a podcast of his own. Tell us about it. So I started because, you know, I got all the time in the world now. Oh, I'm not a, I don't got a job. But my <laughs> wife, he's telling me, you know, this is a blessing. Like most people are not even in your footsteps. You know, like I'm a vet, so I still get, you know, a little bit of coins here and there. But she's like, you got time. Use it to your advantage. And so I brought up the idea to her a few months ago. I'm like, what about you talk about sports? I'm like, I'm a sports fanatic. I know my stats. I know my stuff. Who's your team, man? I just want to know. Well, my team is always going to be Chicago everything. So win, lose, draw, it don't matter. Here we go again. Um, But I like sports in general. I'm a genuine sports fan. I'm like, I'm, I'm... I'm a true hard Chicago Bears, Cubs, Bulls fan. We're a little trash on the Bulls side, but it's okay. It's okay. We're getting it. But I like sports. You know, I like the debate, and I like trying to see if people can out fact check me because it's not gonna happen. This <laughs> guy. And so I brought her the idea, and right now we're in an apartment, so we're waiting. Once we get to the house. You know, next year, I'm going to have my own little room. I'm going to set up my own stuff. But it's called Post Up with PR. Let's talk. Post Up. You heard that. Shout out to Post Up. (laughs) Post Up with PR. And so I want it to be about sports, but I also want it to be, I wanted the name to it. It can be more than just sports. Open to other situations, whether it's political, racial stuff, you know, whatever. But the main focus is sports talk. And... I started a couple months ago. It's up and running. I got social medias on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, all the same tag. Post up with PR. Let's talk. So if you want to shout, you want to follow, more than happy to have you come join the team. <laughs> hey man, um, I'd like to come on. I got I got a real prophetic prophetic um, view on this year's championship. The Lakers, man. The Lakers when the Lakers played the Heat, and so. 
God, who's gonna win the And so, like I said, I sent Kara an email and told her exactly what was everything that was gonna go down. <laughs> and so, but I mean, I'll be here forever talking about that. But yeah, uh, <laughs> so we'll leave that for another episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And once uh, I get everything up, set up, you can be more than happy to come join the show. Yeah, man, we can post have a up, conversation. Post um, but yeah, it's 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 happening. I'm excited for it because I get to do something that I love. And I'm like, again, that's all thanks to this woman for allowing me to do what I love and support me. Iron sharpens iron. Iron sharpens iron. And so this is my support right here. Like, she will back me up no matter which road I take. And I'm like, you can't beat that. I'm kind of jealous right now. Everybody I'm kind of je- uh, jealous right see, now. She, she the show level. I'm just here. It's so I can go and, and do my music stuff. <laughs> yeah, Give them sure. something to do so I can yeah. do what I need to do. Because I hold went, each other up. Yeah, yeah that's for sure. What this journey is all about. Because when she did residency, she was a little skeptical about it. I was like, babe, at the time I was working and we was fine, I was like, babe, go do you. For, for once in your life, go enjoy yourself. Yeah. You know? Again, she was skeptical about it, but when she started it, she had the time of her life for that whole year. And I'm like, just give it a year. If it doesn't, if nothing comes from it, that's fine. But at least for one time in your life, go have fun. Don't worry about nothing. Just, I got the house. You go be you. Do you. And she did it. She never turned back. And here we are. Now, I guess it's my turn. <laughs> Ooh. I feel like you know, cue wind between uh, beneath my wings. That yeah, that's, that sounds like her. But uh, yeah, I, I just want to thank y'all for coming on the show. You Absolutely. know, um, it was fun giving your testimony. And so, but uh, we end every show with a uh, Carrie. Carrie ends every show with a prayer. So, Gary, Carrie, won't you go ahead and kick us off? Yep, I'll bring us home. Father God, thank you for the opportunity for us just to come together. You tell us in your word that they overcame by the blood of the lamb and the power of their testimony. So just the opportunity to talk about the things that you do in our lives, for how the Holy Spirit shows up, creates change, brings people into salvation, heals the sick, raises the dead. We just glorify you and we call you the God of miracles, the God who can do all things. We surrender and yield our lives to you, and we pray even now that your Holy Spirit would release the the joy of salvation into our lives, would release the weapon of gratitude into our lives, and that we would remember, no matter what it is we're going through, that our job as believers is not to condemn or tear down each other, but to uplift and to pray for and to point back to you. God, we just thank you and we pray that you go with us from this place as we go out into the world. Make us salt and light. In the name of Jesus, amen. 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 So that's episode 11 right here on 3Talk. Um, we're on seven major platforms, Spotify. Go check us out on Spotify. Um, Spotify, Anchor, uh, lots of different platforms. And uh, you can email us. Yeah, if you want to send us an email, we try our best to read those emails and answer them here on the show. That email address is the number three, three talk podcast at gmail.com. And that's it, baby. We out.